You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Inside Purple and Gold. Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani. That's Paul Hodawanik on the other end filling in for our guy, Jace Frederick. Please subscribe like wherever you get your podcasts uh just so it's not showing up to your phone you know right after we're done with this our our awesome producer spencer will be posting this apple spotify i think we're working on google Podcasts. wherever you get your podcast we'll be there soon um send us a review rate us if you're gonna rate five stars we got one star review we have one one star review on apple oh, on apple i don't know on. what's going on there um Anyway, we'll, we'll jump right back into the game talk. 24-16 win. Vikings defeat the Dolphins. Improved to 5-1 and one on the season. 16 points. You look at the just the, store, the scoreboard and you say, oh, wow, the defense had a pretty good game. Then you remember the fact that the defense started playing against Skylar Thompson. Third string, technically, I guess, second string because he, he unseated Teddy, who got maybe injured last week. And then Skylar Thompson gets knocked out of the game. Teddy's playing. You still think, oh, they only allowed 16 points, and then you dig a little deeper and realize, like we talked about in segment one, allowing 458, not good. Paul, is this another example of the Ben don't break Ed Donatel defense in in effect, or is I it mean, an issue that like they need to realize like we're not going to keep winning games if we give up damn near 500 yards of total offense. I mean, if this isn't the bend don't break, I don't, I don't know what is. I don't know how to <laughs> characterize it if this isn't it. I mean, it, 458 yards, both Tyreek and Jalen have big games statistic, stati- if you look at the statistics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's like simultaneously not something that can sustain like over time because just generally the more yards a team's going to get, like they're going to generate more points. They're not going to have five penalties in one uh, possession that, completely kicks them out of field goal position, their third string quarter. There's not always going to be a third string quarterback to get sacked on third and down when he can't get sacked on third and down. And then that moves them outside of field goal range. Like those are the things that aren't going to happen every week. Those are things that happen this week and probably won't continue. And so those, that probably results in more points on the board. If all those penalties don't happen, like they were rolling on that drive. Mm -hmm. And so maybe they score a touchdown and this looks a lot different. So I don't, Ben don't break style is inherently not super sustainable. If you don't have top tier talent, which I don't think even the most ardent of Vikings fans would say this defense is littered with top tier talent everywhere. They've got some good spots, uh, but they have some big holes too. And so 
you see that today when Tyreek and Jalen are consistently open down the field. Now that does play into their, the kind of the hands that they've been dealt. And I think part of that is really just the roster construction. Like they don't have the talent necessary to just man up on guys and blitz them all the time because they're just going to get burned and they've decided that's not the way that they're going to play. And so this is the way that they're going to play and they're going to force them to go 10 plays down the field and force them not to get penalties that hurt themselves and force them not to take sacks that really hurt themselves. And so today it worked, but it worked against a third string quarterback and it worked against a team that was really undisciplined. And so it's again, something we keep talking about every week. Like when will this come up and bite them? I think Kyler Murray with DeAndre Hopkins coming back and Marquise Brown, I think when Dak Prescott's back with the Cowboys, they're going to be rolling. The bills are rolling. Like I think sometimes that's going to come up for them. But I think today was just another example of the way that this defense is probably going to have to play all season. They're going to be relying on turnovers because they just don't have the bodies playing and play out to be really, really good. Like the pressure got going today because they faced an absolutely atrocious offensive line. Like their left tackle, uh, Liam or left guard, Liam Eikenberg and their left tackle, Greg Little ranked second to last and dead last in PFF grade coming into the week. Like, that's how you generate a lot of pressure is when the other guys are really, really bad. So if they got pressure, but if they didn't get pressure today, I would have had serious question marks about the defensive line. So I think generally they did what they were supposed to do, but I think this is just another example of the way that they're going to continue to play and it's going to work against some teams and it's not going to work against other teams. And it's why the offense has to get clicking when it doesn't work. But today it worked enough and the offense was able to do enough. So the defense, they were happy about their performance after the game, three turnovers. That's a really good sign too. But all these things aren't super sustainable. Um, it's just when will it come to bite them? Because it hasn't come yet. And at some point, like it may just not hurt them enough, at least to the point where they're in the playoffs. Once you get to the playoffs and you play really good teams, it probably is going to hurt you. But mm-hmm. today it just came down to they didn't have a quarterback that was really, really going to burn them. And so they were able to pressure them and they were able to just play way back, knowing that they weren't going to get beat super far down the field and just kind of let the Dolphins make the next mistake. And they did today. Sure. I want to talk about the misnomers about Ed Donatel's defense in a second, but I I also, before we get there, like side tangent, you mentioned the pass rush, like take me to that moment in the locker room post game. like, were you down there when, when, with uh, Zadarius Smith, Daniel Hunter and Patrick Jones, like they were pimping their five sack performance, but like maybe a little, like I understand celebrating a good performance, Seems a little overwrought to me when when you look yeah. about who they're actually going. Right. With. I wasn't going to tell them that that was who they were going against because uh, <laughs> they don't want to hear that. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're, they were feeling themselves. They're five and one going into the bye. That's probably the best the defense has looked at least since week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't care that it was Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater. I think if you, you know, shot them with truth serum, uh, they might feel a little bit differently, but they're coming off again, turning them over late in the game. Zedarius and Daniel finally get going after some tough performances early in the year against some good offensive lines. Finally, they get a chance. I'm sure their eyes were really big when they saw who they were going up against. So I don't mm-hmm. fault them for being really happy and pimping it. I just would say this per- performance is probably not indicative of what it's going to look like when they play playoff caliber offensive lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the Dolphin, this isn't the Dolphins when they're healthy can be, but they're missing Teron Armstead. They're missing, I think, two other starters from previous parts of the year. So this is just a really banged up unit. Uh, so yeah, they were, they were certainly pimping it um, and full credit to them, like enjoy it. Uh, but I'm sure they understand that this was not the best unit they're going to go against. And so they just relish the fact that they were able to take advantage of it. 
Yeah, I, I guess at some point you got to celebrate the the little victories, especially when the defense and the pass rush in particular has looked very, very ineffective to this point in the season. You mentioned when you were talking about the game, like this is just how the Vikings are going to have to win with personnel on the defensive side right. of the ball. That's true. Like you look at like what this, these receivers did to the Vikings today with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, like, it's not all too different than how this the, the season has gone to this point. And fans on Twitter will say, like, well, of course, this is how you know it's gonna go when you're playing a shell coverage and you're just letting you're giving up the 10 yard route over the middle and the run after the catch. That's how they have to play because what do you want them to do? Go press man against Tyreek Hill? Like right. like Chandon Sullivan was on Tyreek a lot today, and that's not say anything bad about Chandon Sullivan, but he's just a he's you know, he's he's bumping or he bumps around as just a league average slot guy. Like you're mm -hmm. going up against maybe the best wide receiver in the game. Like that's a mismatch every single time. Yeah. So you have to do these things. You have to make offenses be patient. You see it a lot now with how defenses play guys like Patrick Mahomes, guys like Josh Allen, like just make the quarterback get bored. And, and hopefully they'll, they'll Patrick Mahomes is a perfect example of that. Like if, if he gets kind of bored in the pocket and, he doesn't want to do these 10 play 15 play drives. He wants to take the shot and Tyreek Hill's not there anymore, but like that's what Patrick Mahomes wants to do. And it, it seems like that's in a perfect world for the Vikings. If the personnel was, was great, I'm sure they would have some flexibility to, to, to do and, and look a little bit more multiple, but they don't. So right now they're just play, preying on the fact that like, we're going to, play this quarterback, whoever it might be. Hopefully it's it's a second string or third string quarterback like it's been a couple of times this year. And we're going to take our chances that they're going to get bored or they're going to make a mistake. And to the Vikings credit today, it worked. Um, Harrison Smith, just a, a circus interception. Um, but then, you know, the biggest play of the game to me, Harrison Smith forces a fumble. Jalen Waddle catches the ball over the middle, has a, a sure first down. Harrison Smith comes in, forces a fumble, Cam Bynum hops on it. And that's basically the ball game. Like, yeah. that can work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply that style of defense can work and it, and it did work today. I just don't know if it works against really, really good teams or teams that are at full strength. And I think that's important to point out because now that they're five and one, like the standard gets, gets raised for this Vikings team because before it was like, maybe you have a 50, 50 shot to make the playoffs right now. They have like over a 90% shot to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So now you have to have more scrutiny on this team because now there needs to be a thought of, we can win the division. There needs to be a thought of, we're close to a first round buy. And so that's why like we're critical of it is because you've now put your spot in your, you've put your team in a spot where you need to be critical because you've now opened the door for these bigger possibilities for mm -hmm. your team. And so, yeah, the defense is kind of playing the modern co cover two shell and it, it, and it's working in a certain sense in terms of, you know, keeping points off the board. The point I think is I'm always kind of gearing up for how is it going to look against a really good team that's firing on all cylinders, because that's now where we need to think about we need to think about how is it going to look against the Eagles when they play them again or against the Cowboys or against the Rams or whoever comes out of that division. And so against those teams, if they have their offenses working right, like 
they will be patient and they will take those things and they will just kind of slowly beat you to death. And so I think the, the Dolphins were kind of on their way to doing it. And it's something the Dolphins did like earlier in the season against the Ravens when they came on that massive mm-hmm. fourth quarter comeback or even the week later when they went and beat the Bills. It's, you know, most teams talk about running the ball and physically kind of just wearing you down. The way that the Dolphins do it is they just send Tyreek Hill down the field 50 yards like every single time. Uh, and then Tyreek comes out of the game and then they put in another fast guy who just runs 50 yards down the field. But you know who doesn't come down out of the game? Chandon Sullivan doesn't come out of the game. Yeah. And Patrick Peterson doesn't come out of the game. And Cameron Dancer doesn't come out of the game. So every every dang play, they're running 50 yards down the field. So then at the end of the game, and you saw it on that last drive, you're getting gassed and you've been on the field 10 minutes more than the than like you've been on the field 35 minutes compared to 25 minutes for the other defense. You've gone against the Dolphins defense or offense like 23 more plays, I think it was. And you're just getting tired because it's Waddle and it's Hill and it's every play you're worried about if they get behind me, like it's a wrap. And so you were seeing towards the end of that game, Tyreek Hill is getting so much cushion and catching the ball because they are gassed and they are just trying not to get beat deep. And they are just like, and especially in Miami, the sidelines 120 degrees or whatever, Mm -hmm. like all of these factors lines up for, we're going to come back on you and win this game late. And so they're driving. I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. The Vikings offense is going to get the ball. They've already gone out three and out like 80% of the drives. I guess it's just going to happen again, and they're going to do this. They're going to do what they did to Baltimore. And the difference is that turnover. And so huh. that's what they're relying on. They're relying on winning the turnover battle. And they have been good at generating, obviously, the Cam Dancer rip from last week. And then this Harrison Smith twice coming in in big plays. So again, it worked for him today. And I, I really thought it was that the Dolphins were kind of getting the Vikings in the spot where they wanted to, even though they didn't have two, a Teddy was able to do enough. He's a solid enough passer to be able to exploit those things. I thought that was what was going to happen, but that turnover just changes a lot of things and it changes the game potentially. And they, and they win again. But I think these are those fine margins that the Vikings are living on, especially on defense. And right now they're going their way and maybe they continue to go their way. Like the Dallas Cowboys last year were just turnover machines. For a season, teams can do that. Uh, I'm just not sure. It's just not a sustainable thing to bet on time in and time again. They 100% lose that game if Jalen Waddle doesn't fumble that ball. There's no doubt about it. Like you said, like you could. That's a great point you're making. Like, like Mike McDaniel and this offense, they literally just sometimes say, "Tyreek run 50 yards straight, Jalen on the other side run 50 yards straight. Let's tire these guys out, and then we'll play offense later." That's what they are doing. It's it was working. And you saw it, like you said, with the chunk plays, especially the Tyree kill late in the game. They're marching down the field at that point. If, if that's a first down, if that's not a forced fumble, they go score a touchdown. And then I guess like where maybe we're talking about another Kirk Cousins, like come back in the fourth quarter. Yeah, We didn't need to talk about that because of that forced fumble. And then we hinted at it a little bit in segment one. Dalvin Cook finally pops his the big one. Um it had to be a big play as far as I'm concerned. Cause like you said, they were three and out on basically 80% of their drives. So after they forced the fumble, Dalvin cook gained six yards next play, 54 three yards to the house. Uh, looked like he was going to get caught. He managed to hold them down and, and, and get in the end zone. I think like five minutes from where he grew up, which is pretty cool wrinkle, but like that was such a big play because if, if in the Vikings so many times in the second half had really good field position, squandered it with penalties or just ineffective offense, Dalvin cook, Pops that, and, and the game is literally over at that point. Um, huge, huge swing going from that fumble to that that huge Dalvin Cook run. 
Right. And it's, again, it's, it is those small things that has helped them do the, it's, it's the not sloppy play. It's like two weeks in a row, they've been able to just rip a ball out of the hands of a, of an offensive player. And so that's good coaching going for the ball, like making sure your players know that they need to go for the ball in those situations and executing part of that is Miami. What are you doing? Like Jalen Waddle, you're good enough to know you got to secure this thing. Like this is important. Like, same thing last week uh, with Amir Smith-Marset. Maybe he doesn't know better, but you got to like not let that happen. Like Those are the things the Vikings are feasting over. It's feast or famine, and it's it's what's happening at the moment. But yeah, I, I think completely like that the momentum shifts if Waddle just goes down there. I think they're at like the 10-yard line, 20-yard line, something like that. They were mm-hmm. close in, and it's it becomes a whole new ball game, like, uh, like and they, they get away with it there. Um, and so, it, I mean, and you can frame it either way. You can say they got away with it or they made the big play. It's just kind of how you want to look at it and how you maybe kind of view this team. Uh, but they're showing week in and week out, they've been able to generate them. It's just whether it'll continue. Sure. If they're five and one, and, and, and when we come back, we'll talk more about that. Like, what does this actually mean? They're five and one. Um, I, 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 I guess we have to kind of accept it at a certain point that they're a pretty good football team. 